Hello and welcome to the TNC podcast, your go-to podcast following the all-encompassing Canaries. Uh, another win, Chris. Easy. <laughs> another win. And what did we say, Jack? In the last podcast, we said beat Stoke yeah. and then beat Leicester. And guess what comes on? <laughs> These. Now, we are at the stage, Jack. I'm going mm. to give you Ooh. one of them. I'm going to give it can to I you. Can I hold it? You can hold it, right? Because, Jack... We need to dust these off. We need to dust these off because just one more win <laughs> and the hats will come on. Actually, rather dusty. It shows how long they've been. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what, what these are, these are our HMS PTL All Aboard hats that yes. a lovely viewer of ours made yes. in 2020, 2021. Uh, if, when we die and, and they make a museum based on um, yeah. TNC... These go front and centre. Do you know centre. what? Yeah, I'll put, I'll put this out there. I don't know why we're talking about death, but let's no. do it. Um, if I do sadly pass, <laughs> can everyone make sure that this is on top of my coffin? Or Legit they, request, Or please. they turn up to the funeral all wearing one. Cool. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, one of the two. Or both. Why I not? hope you don't die soon. Anyway, um, away from that, that was a rather morbid <laughs> start. Jack, yes. the agenda. Oh, God, We've I'm got excited. one public service announcement. Actually, we'll probably end up having two, knowing us. Mm. And then we're going to talk about the Stoke City win. And I'm excited yeah? about that. Loving it all. I'm really excited yeah, about that. we ground it out, didn't we? We want to talk about Kenny McLean, the He's mayor good. himself. He's a bit good. The master in midfield. Shane Duffy, mm. the rock at the back. Jack Stacey, oh. what a goal to win it. God. And of course, a Leicester preview, the biggest game so far of the season. And... There are some whopping X questions that we've had in and I'm looking forward to responding to them. We have to start calling it Twitter again because when you say X questions, for a moment it, I'm lost. Yeah, and it sounds rather raunchy, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Um, before we get into all of that, and there's so much good stuff to talk about, uh, as you notice at the start and the end of all of our videos and our socials, we are sponsored very kindly by an array of local companies, one of which go by the name of Wingfield Consultants. And yeah. you hear Wingfield Consultants and, you, and automatically you think, cool, like proper company. Yeah. And then you meet the founder, yeah. Simon Wingfield. Oh, yes. And then you look at him and you go, cool, like this is the real deal. Smells of success, looks like success, and puts businesses where they need to be. Absolutely. And that is at the top of the league. Um, quite right. I know I am. Quite right. And Wingfield Consultants, they came on at the start of the season. Simon's been a long-term viewer. He said he wants to help us out. We want to help those guys out. Consultancy firm based in Norfolk, Norwich. That's the important thing here. Delivering growth to local businesses. So if you're a business owner, reach out to Simon because I'm sure mm. he can help you out. This man has worked for some of the biggest companies yep. in the UK. He knows his stuff. I went for breakfast with him the other week. And I walked out feeling not only kind of three inches wider around the waist, um, but, <laughs> what were you going to say but two foot taller as a man. Oh, wow. Good. Uh, Wingfield Consultancy. Yes. Check them out. Good. Absolutely bloody brilliant. Yes. Any other little announcements for me? Uh, I've got a few. I'll, I might surprise you through the show. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, right. So we beat Stoke City. Oh, I wasn't there. And I was at a wedding, yeah, brilliant wedding, a family wedding, and we were in as a, for some reason weddings always are in the middle of nowhere with absolutely no signal. 
Um, so anyway, I managed to kind of walk somewhere and find a little bit. And I was holding my phone up like this. It was about quarter to four going, oh, what's the score? Anyway, catch a bit of 3G. Yeah. Arms starting to wait, catch some 3G. And it kind of pings to me yeah. that Stacey scored. Yeah. And then I didn't know the full-time result for at least an hour and a half after the game. Oh. So I was like, I'm just praying that we've either gone and sc- scored a few more or kept a clean sheet. And my goodness, did we keep a clean sheet. A yeah. big win. Yes, a massive, massive win. And one of those ones that satisfies you so much. Mm. And what I'm particularly happy with about, about that result, Jack, was the fashion in which we ground it out. It was horrible. But do you know what? I'm totally fine with that as long as we win. That is arguably the type of performance we expected to see from a Dean Smith side. Yes. Yeah, which obviously we, we, we didn't get at all. Um, and last season we would have lost that game. I, I, I don't just think they Stoke would have equalised. I think they would have won that game. Mm. Um, and the fact that we managed to, 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 to grind it out as we did was superb. The only thing I would say is, is Stoke City couldn't make a pass all game. They were really, really bad in that, in that department. Um, however, in the first half, game plan was working to a degree. Yeah. Um, they managed to nullify uh, our, our midfielder, our midfielder, our midfield. Um, they, they did a job-ish on, on Gabrielle Sara, on Johnny Rowe-ish. Um, but, you know, the, this is the thing with this North City side, Jack. If you focus so much on Johnny Rowe and Gabriel Sarah, mm. you leave a fast mm. free. Yeah, don't want to leave him free. Yeah. And what happened? And to be honest with you, in my opinion, I I felt it was actually against the run of play at the time. Mm. Jack Stacey then scores the opener. I'm so so happy that that he got that goal. A lot of you would have seen Chris Gorham's uh, tweet that we that we put out on the Talk Norwich City social media account. The fact that, that his mum was there. Yeah, Stacey's mum sitting near Delia. She was sitting next to Delia. What day and she of course, had. her son then scores his first goal in three years. And Jack, we need to talk about Jack Stacey, don't we? Because you know, Mister Reliable. And I and I've seen uh, one of the one of the comments on on our podcast post already is, you know. You know, is Jack Stacey the new Norfolk Cafe? <laughs> no, I think we need to be talking about it. Yeah. I think we do. I think he deserves that title already. What do you think? Well, I, I think Jack Stacey kind of epitomised our summer transfer window. Yeah. Not someone, you, you know, you start really getting excited about, but someone that you've seen play, you know what they're about, and you hope that they deliver on the pitch. And I had a lot of Luton fans um, reach out in the summer and they were going like, Jack Stacey is, is the man that you needed. And I was like, mm, not so sure. Like, we'll see. Wow. He's really, really impressed me. I've been really impressed actually with basically every signing we've made. And I think we'll get on to our mm. transfer business later on in the show. Um, but in terms of a direct replacement for Max Ahrens, mm. I, think he's, I think he's actually... Max was great for us. Yeah. And like I thought uh, across the, the the four or five seasons he played was one of our most consistent performers. Yes. I actually think from, from what we've seen from Jack Stacey so far, defensively he's better than Max at okay. this stage. And I, and I know it's a small sample size we're going from. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a better player than Max. I'm saying he's, I think, yeah. man on man, he, he's been better defensively. He's just relentless going forwards. Mm, and we spoke yeah. when Wagner first came in yeah. about the importance of his wide players. He's basically another winger, but he can get back and defend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His end product there, he can cross a ball. And I think now he's got his first goal, I think some more will start to come. I, I, I look back to, I think it was, what was our, it was Hull at home. 
Yeah. And I think he should have scored in that game. Yes. But in that moment, you go, if he's getting into these positions, It'll goals happen. will come. Yeah. And, and there we go against Stoke. I think he's. I think he is. If he's not the first name, he's the second name on the team on the team sheet at the moment. Mm. I, I really do believe that. I'm so impressed with Stacey. Um, but also very, very impressed with the mayor in midfield, yeah. who was. You know, if they've not drug tested him after that game, then they should have done. Because he was everywhere, On Jack. the mad dog. He was absolutely everywhere. Yeah, no doubt that he was on the mad dog mm. pre, pre-match, half-time. Um, you know, so happy that, that Kenny, King Kenny, Captain Kenny, is now getting the, the respect that he deserves from the Yellow Army. He was absolutely magnificent against Stoke City. He bossed it. He was making tackles. He was just everywhere. I'd love to see. I haven't actually seen his running stats yet, but I've no doubt that he that he ran more than anyone else on the pitch um, at the weekend. I'd be very surprised if if, if he didn't. Um, some of his previous numbers I've I'd seen is that he he'd run the most in in, in the league at one point this season. So mm. yeah, big up to Kenny. We have to talk about him and the other the other man. Um, hang on, what do you want to say about Kenny? I think with Kenny, you know, I think. Yeah, his performances have been brilliant this season. I think it helps that he's now got a regular quality midfielder next to him. Yeah, Gabriel so Sarah. I think Sarah yeah. is allowing him to, to bring the best out in McLean. I think vice versa as well. Yes, agreed. Look, McLean has, has maybe been a scapegoat somewhat in previous seasons. I think at times has, has been deserved. But in terms of, you know, Wagner has found a role that suits him now. And he's been able yeah. to consistently perform in that. Um, and I think, you know, he brings the best out in Sarah. I think often we see him drop quite deep, almost becomes a, a third centre-back and allows yep. Stacey and, and your new list to bomb up the pitch. I just really like how that looks. It's so moment. slick in midfield. It it's such a well-oiled machine. That, that's what I love about this midfield. And that's why I wasn't worried about with, like, oh, again, to repeat, I'm obviously disappointed that Marcelino is, is injured and I, and I hope he comes back as soon as possible. But that air of the pitch... I ain't too worried about it, mate. I'm just not because we've got players that can then fit in that system and it, it's just looking so good. You mentioned that word there, Jack, scapegoat. And I want to bring up something, actually. Something that I've seen, thankfully, a lot of Norwich fans finally mm. start to bring up after the Stoke game. And that's Ben Gibson. Oh, yes. Ben I'm excited Gib- to talk about Gibson. Yeah, I think I think Gibbo's really ha- had a really tough time, actually. Um, At this rate, we're just going to be spending the whole hour talking about individual performances. Yeah, but, 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 it, but they were good. that good. Um, and, and I want to talk about Ben Gibson because he has looked fantastic this season. So much more confident, so much more aggressive, on the heels of the opposition. You know, not taking any shit from anyone. And him alongside the Irish rock <laughs> up the duff Shane Duffy yeah. Mate, him and Duffy yeah. I'm struggling to find a better centre-back centre pa- pairing in the championship right now really? no I'm being deadly serious can yeah. you name me one? who is better than Ben Gibson and Shane Duffy at the back? can't think of one off the top of my head I, I just I'm buzzing for Ben I'm so pleased that, that he's clearly got his confidence back um, you know, being consistent. And I'm so, so happy that Norwich fans are starting to sing his praises again because, of course, he was a scapegoat as well. I love... I've, I've got this good feeling of, of to, that togetherness is mm. almost back, Jack. Mm. Gone are the, the cobwebs of, you know, f- fragility and toxicity and, um, you know, uh, not being that bothered as last season. I feel like the fans are together now 
and you know we're encouraging players and one of those players I'm so happy that we're we're back on board with is Ben Gibson he's been excellent and I thought he deserved a shout out but not as much as Shane Duffy sorry Gibbo I, Shane Duffy yeah my word but I think I think again we speak about partnerships I think that centre back pairing what I think that's the most important area of a pitch to find consistency. And I think Duffy and Gibson have that now. Yeah. And I think it shows the levels that these guys are operating at that they kept Ahmed Bamadeli out of the squad. Yeah. I know, granted, he was looking for a move and they didn't want him injured, but still they kept him out of the side. Duffy, when we signed him, I thought, look, solid championship player. His CV's phenomenal. But he hadn't played that many games, Jack. There is that. And I thought, is he quick enough? Can he fit into a kind of Wagner... Mm you know, total football type style. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely can. And, and, and do you know what, Jack, even if he didn't, I kind of don't care. He's an absolute man mountain mm. mammal. Mm. A big <laughs> hairy mammal. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he is. And I say that with the absolute pure love and respect. Yeah. You, if you're a striker, a championship striker, and you see mm. big Shane Duffy, yeah, you're like, and, and I this think, is going to be a long afternoon. I think it's one of the reasons Gibson's been so good because if Gibson isn't good, I wouldn't want to be Ben Gibson. Well, to be fair, because he's going to be getting you know some some pelters yeah. from Big Shane. I mean, there was there was only there was only one moment where Shane misplaced a pass. It was early on. I can't remember which game it was. Hull. It was the whole yeah. first goal, wasn't it? I think it was the first goal. First goal. Of the Shane season. just put Gibber under way too much pressure and sort of pumped the ball into him. And obviously Ben couldn't get it under and, you know, breaking goal. But apart from that, mm. excellent. Shane Duffy, I'm so happy. Um, and as I said before, I think if you're looking to, you know, re- replace Grant, Grant Handley mm. in the, you know, immediate, short and maybe even medium and long term, I mean, you've got a great replacement. And, there. and I think... You know, Stoke are a good side. I think, you know, just going through their, their results well, this season. Well, they're a season, good team of individuals, aren't they? Yeah, but if you look, if you look at their record this season, Chris, they've, they pumped Rotherham 6-1 yeah. in the cup. They've beaten Watford at West Brom. They beat Rotherham 4-1 in the league. Um, and, and their defeats have been, you know, fairly you know fairly small margins. So this isn't a bad Stoke mm. side. And, and the thing that, I, that really excites me about this performance, look, it wasn't... Huddersfield away type performance where we were just dominant and we bossed it and we scored goals. Stoke could well have equalised. Yeah. They had opportunities. So did we. We missed a lot of opportunities as well. Yeah. But we've seen a lot of these types of performances over the last couple of seasons that we've lost 1-0 yeah. or 2-1 yes. or 3-1 where we either start really promising and we don't score yeah. and then the, the, the opposition score a couple in the second half or we take the lead and then we let it go in the second half. And that shows progression, Jack. Mm. That shows that... I think it's a mentality thing. Oh, mate, I was about to say, right, you know, that was that was what I was about to say. You've, you, you've nailed it there, Jack. I've taken your line. The, the mentality is night and day. Mm. Night and bloody day. To have a disappointing defeat at Rotherham, bounce back straight away with a home win, that's what a proper, proper team do. Yeah. They bounce back. And the mentality there, it wasn't there last season. This And that just shows the... The growth, the improvement, the progression. It shows David Wagner and, and, and everything that he's been able to do in pre-season. It shows that the players are believing in his style, his system. You know, they're listening to the coaches. I want to actually say a big up um, to Connor Southwell and the Pinkan actually. Connor Southwell. Uh, for a fantastic interview with, with the assistant it was coach good, as wasn't well. It? Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I'd highly recommend that, that, that you go and watch it. And I was, I was listening to, to what was being said and I thought, blooming heck. David Wagner's got some good people behind yeah. the scenes as well, you know? And 
I I can I can feel something, Jack. Mm. I can feel something's happening. Something's happening. We don't we don't want to admit it. We're trying to keep our feet on the ground, but it's hard. Um, you know the other thing. Look, we, let's just keep firing positives at each other. Go on then, and let them stick. Go on. Then. I was thinking the other day, like when Pookie was in this side, it felt like the only person that scored goals was Timmy Pookie. Okay. Now the distribution of goals, yeah, everyone seems to score. Yeah, so lovely, I'm just going. So this last starting eleven, Ida mm-hmm. has scored twice this yep. season. Rowe has scored about seventy four. <laughs> Barnes has scored two. Fasnacht has scored two. Yep. Sarah's scored. Stacey's scored. And then in terms of assists, Yanulis has had one. Sarah's had a couple. So, like, all of the attacking players it's have nice, scored. A defender scored and a midfielder yeah, scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that and going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Good. No, I know. And just going... And I think we said this uh, previously, Jack, as well, about Fasnacht, randomly. I'm going to bring this up again. All of the... I love this about this North City side you got to be careful if you're the opposition because all of the headlines have, have gone to Johnny Rowe. And I'm pleased that they have, by the way. He's given Obviously, it a go. He's given it a go. We love Johnny Rowe. Um, and Gabrielle Sarah, of course, by the way, of, of course, the, the championship player of the, of the month for August. But I love the fact that they're getting all the attention. But then you've got Big Bad Barnsley. <laughs> he's chipping in. Yeah. yeah. You've got Fastnacht. Yeah. And at the moment, if you're the opposition, you're like, bloody hell. Yeah. We can't. We can't necessarily man mark one of these players because yeah. the others are a bit shit. You've got problems from all angles. Yeah. It's a real, real positive, and especially going into this game against Leicester on, on Wednesday night. Well, Jack. the thing that really excites me is come February, when we're maybe five points clear at the top of the table, and we're going, <laughs> oh, I want it to be 10, then comes Josh Sargent because he'll be returning from injury. Yeah. We've forgotten about Josh yeah. Sargent. And don't forget, before then, we would have sprinkled in a bit of Borgia signs as well. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget him. Don't just, forget just him. before we get on to, to taking a look at Leicester yes. coming up, um, I don't think we've uh, recorded a podcast since Jonathan Rowe was named EFL Young Player of the Month. And that's not the, just the championship. That's League One, League Two, yep. Championship, 72 teams. Who comes out on top? Johnny Rowe. And um, I'd like to make you an offer. <laughs> it's that not, deal or de- not, deal or, yeah, are you the, turning it, into yeah. Noel Edmonds yes I am it's the deal or no deal situation here Jack <laughs> and I'd like to make you an offer would you start would you like to start paying in monthly instalments because he every time he wins EFL Young Player of the Month yeah. surely a little a little hundred quid here hundred quid there mm. that's, that is sensible I think you're going to have to start considering this Jack look I think it will feel more painful for myself and also more impactful if I just pay it off in one big, <laughs> big swoop. Okay, the okay, fine. Well, look, the offer's been made. But congratulations to Johnny Rowe. Well deserved. And of course, got his England call up as well. Johnny Rowe's very young. Yes. You're getting old. Yes, I am. Your birthday's coming up. Yes. Why are you bringing this up? I thought I'd get you a little early birthday present. Oh, okay. Really? I've got you a little early birthday present. You don't know what this is. It comes in a jazzy little packet. Okay. And I thought, I want to give it to you on camera. And I want you to open <laughs> what it. What is this? I want you to open it on camera. Okay. I phoned up my friend, my good friend, Seb Ward. Yeah. Uh, who's a big Norwich fan, lives up in Manchester. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I and do. I said, look, Chris's 30th, big birthday is coming up soon. I yep. want to... Day of the Birmingham I game. I want to do something special. Yeah. So here you go, mate. Okay. Thank you very Open much. it up. Uh, this is this is a little early, early present um, in honour of... Uh, <laughs> 
your favourite human, maybe after your wife, second favourite okay. human. Okay, it's a T-shirt. Oh, what is this? What is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're joking me. Oh, my God. Johnny Rowe, <laughs> let's have a go. Mate, That. thank you, you like so that? much. Mate, I'm actually getting a bit emotional. That is... Um, that is actually unbelievable. Now, I ordered, I you, love a, that. I ordered you an XL. Thank you, mate. Mainly I mean, to get around your biceps. It's not going to fit me, but thank you. I can get you a smaller I'll size. I'll wear it to bed as a pyjama top. Okay. So he's always on your mind. Could you get me a medium, please? I could. Um, thank you. Mate, so there you go. That is... What a birthday present. <laughs> thank you. And Johnny Rowe, let's have a go. Um, if people at home want one, um, they can also order it. Shut up. We have relaunched... Our merch store. TNC merch is People back. People have been asking for years. It's honestly been years since we've done merch. And I thought, it need if, we, if we're if we returning, yeah. it needs to be special. Why have you not told me this? Because I wanted this to be a surprise. Mate, but I'm your manager. <laughs> <laughs> if people want one. Right, hang on a minute. The right. link's in the description. Let me get this straight. Right. Yep. So you've gone behind my back. Yep. You've done, you've, you've created this. Yep. I thought it was a one-off, so I was starting to feel a bit guilty for our no, audience. No, 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 no. You've relaunched the TNC merch website. Yeah. This is being planning for months. Seb, Seb didn't even tell me he no. did this, right? And and people can get hold of this. People can get one. I think we're going to do it limited time only. Okay. Um, it's genuinely really good quality. We've had a really nice supplier. <laughs> it actually is. Um, it's all very eco-friendly. We're, we're good for the planet. Um, the link's in the description if you want one. Mate, that. Thank you, mate. No that means a lot like to it? me, mate. Genuinely, that means a lot to me. Thank you. And you've you got so to wear much. it to your party. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly just hang this over the sign. Let's get. The, We're let's covering get... the TNC sign. I think this needs to stay like this for the rest of the season. Now oh, that's good, isn't it? Um, Iconic. If you're listening uh, on audio only, uh, check it, check it out on Twitter. Yes, do that. Or something. Do that. Um, Johnny Rowe, he's been marvellous. Leicester <laughs> on Wednesday I'll night, be, Chris. I'm a bit shaken from that. Let's bring you back down to earth. Uh, we were slagging, yes. we were slagging Leicester off the other week. Yes, annoyed some no. Leicester fans. <laughs> Quite annoying because Leicester fans are one of the few groups of people who still liked us. Hang on, right? Before Not we, anymore. Uh, this is going to annoy. We'll, we do just need to have a quick interlude. I'm um, going to take this off just because it's blocking the line. Oh, okay, fine. And um, I want to talk about the Stoke fans before the Leicester fans. Any good? Awful. Oh, dreadful. Honestly, dreadful. Why? I'd say St the Stoke City fans at Carrow Road were one of the worst I've seen in years. Really? Honestly. You know, they, don't get me wrong. What, on like, from a noise or the, a behaviour perspective? Both. Oh. Like, and I mean behaviour is in just pathetic. Oh. <laughs> no noise. Yeah. Five of them singing at any one time. And what was worse, they sat down away. Mm. Who go? Who goes and sits down away? We were on a nice positive street, no, then, no, and I, you've gone I, and offended another I don't, bunch of I people. I don't care. They were dreadful. They were honestly dreadful. And considering the team that they've got, mm. you know, I've and a good manager. I've seen blooming. I don't actually know. I won't, I won't compare them to Tim Pot FC. But on honestly, Stoke fans, please start for the good of your own club. Start supporting your team, please. Okay. Leicester. Yes. Uh, we've annoyed the Leicester fan base. Yes, we did. Um, because we slagged off their manager. Yes. Look. No regrets. Look, Leicester look good. Leicester look good. Leicester have just beaten Southampton 4-1. Southampton, by the way. Not, we won't, you know, Falling transition off. too much. Falling off. Last two results, 5-0, 4-1. Yeah. I <laughs> predicted those guys to win the league. Come on, Russ. And I predicted Leicester to win the league. Who are going to win the league? Norwich City. 
<laughs> Leicester come to Carrow's um, top of the... No, they're not top of the table. Preston are top. Yes. Leicester are second. Yeah. Who are third? I'm not saying it. Who are fourth? We are. We're fourth. So we're two points behind Leicester. Yeah. Under the lights. Mm. On Sky Sports. Mm. Undefeated at home all season. This gets me hugely excited. Yeah. And I'm going to double down on my point from the last podcast. Let's not be scared. Let's not be scared. Going into this, you know, look, I know Leicester are, are, are looming. I know they're a strong side. I know they've got Premier League, some really good Premier League players in that team. Yeah. And they've got some fantastic young talent as well. They can hurt you in multiple ways. But let's <laughs> think, imagine if we win this game, what it will do. We're two points behind. We go ahead of them, okay? Mm. We win at home. We're still undefeated at home, okay? Mm. We beat one of the best teams in the league. I think they are the, be- the best team in the league. I think that I think that they're not going to be too far off what Burnley were last season. I'd go as far as wow. saying that. I-, I think that Leicester should absolutely demolish this league. They really should. It's a should. good squad. And arguably this is the best time to play them right because we want to we want to get them now when we're on this when we've just come off the back of a home win we're then back at home again okay they're going to come to Carrot and I think they'll be a bit scared well, of course they will be yeah they're playing one of the one of the form teams in the league as well and I just want to make a, a massive plea now to, to the North City fans to the Yellow Army that are going on Wednesday night to the Leicester game make some noise mm. and I've said this before, and I, f- I feel like people don't listen. And I'm not just talking about the Barclay and the Snake Pit. I'm talking about all four stands, on your feet, clapping, shouting, abusing the opposition players. Yeah, I'm saying it. Make Carroll Road fucking horrible for Leicester on Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah? And let's win that game. Let's make it the best game of the season. It, it, let's do our job in the stands. It, if we do our job in the stands, Norwich do their job on the pitch. And I can't wait to see the look on that Enzo, whatever his name is, his face. Enzo Maresca. When we shit out a dirty one, they'll win. Barnsley's deflected one in the back of the net. <laughs> Fine. Don't care. Imagine this, it. This does feel big, this game. It's the first game of the season where I've... You know that... It's not nerves. Yeah. It's... But you know it's a big game. It's butterflies. I've yeah. got butterflies. Yeah. And we're recording this on Monday. I've yeah. still got, you know, we've still got 48 hours before before we see Norwich score a few against Leicester. But I'm just thinking, there's going to be a lot of people watching this game on the telly. Yeah. And they're going to be expecting Leicester to win. Yeah. They're going to be going, oh, we haven't seen much of Norwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. shocking last season. Leicester yeah. got a great team. The look on their faces, Chris, mm. when Norwich City win this game. Yes. And they go, oh, bloody hell, Norwich are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have never have written Norwich off. Mate, and the fact that it's on telly turns me on even more. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Imagine pulling Leicester's pants down live on TV. Mm. How good that's going to be. Mm. I think this is really good news. L- let me just give you a couple of examples. Okay. Johnny Rowe. Mm. Oh, it's oh, you know, he, he hasn't scored or, or assisted in his last game. Always. Oh, nah. It's just just a lucky purple patch. He will be so motivated yeah. to prove them wrong. Gabriel Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Just won the, the the championship player of the month. We've just said he's got fifty million yeah, quid. An opportunity for for him there. Big bad Barnsley. Mm. Oh, I remember him. He used to he used to play for Burnley in the Premier League. He's going to want to prove mm. a point all over the pitch. Points to prove. Mm. 
and three points to gain. Mate, it's going to be a tough wow. game. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking it into existence, yeah. but if you offered me a draw, I'd bite your hand off. Because they can hurt us. Shall we see what the people of Twitter are saying about it? Let's do that. Yeah, the uh, the lovely people of Twitter. Uh, if you want to get involved with asking us questions in the future, head over to our Twitter. I think we're approaching 25,000 followers. I have actually had a request this week, which is, um, oh, why don't you ask for questions on Instagram and Facebook? And honestly, we're just lazy. We yeah. just can't be bothered. <laughs> because you the could have made something up. No, because the, <laughs> the problem is, guys, is that... We want to make sure we get through as many as possible. And mm. when we're looking in multiple places, things get lost. Yeah. So if you are watching, listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you are, if you want to get involved in the podcast and you want a shout out, you need to head over to X, used to be known as Twitter, still not used to that, and you need to reply to our pinned post. The order every week is on a Sunday, we post and ask for questions, statements, rants and raves. Mm. Yeah. Then on a Monday, we film it. And on Tuesday, it goes out. So you've got no excuses to get involved in the podcast. None at all. Let's start with Ron Marrero. Starting with Ron. Because what a name. Hang on. What a name. Yeah. What a name. Name of the week. Name of the week. Ron name Marrero. of the week from Ron Marrero. Uh, Ron says, a little, little bit left field, but I okay. like it. Go on. Puemazoir Pujeta might become one of our most important players this season. Looking good again. Um, one could have ingested cases of Lakens. <laughs> And would have never have uttered that sentence last season. Yeah. Puemazwa Pojeta. Yeah. Pee-pee. I'm still... Yeah. The Polish prince. <laughs> I'm still working him out. Okay. I don't know what... What he is. But guess what, Jack? Here's the good news. Yeah. If you're still working him out, <laughs> the opposition are still working him out. Okay. And that is good news. So he's one of those, um, you know, kind of left field yeah. uh, wild cards. Yeah. Completely unpredictable. And that's fantastic. Yeah. And off the bench, why not? And and again, you've said this process again. Do you think he's good enough? Fair play to Wagner for getting him up to where he needs to begin to be again. Like mm. that's a massive, massive positive. Massive positive. Do, do you I, think it be serious? Do you think he's good enough? No, I don't. I don't think he's good enough. In terms of starting, I need to be clear, in terms of starting, but I do think he's got the potential to contribute to this team this season. We've seen it away in the cup. And I think we'll see it. In, I don't think it'll be too long before we see it in the league as well. And all he needs is a couple of injuries, Jack, and he's going to be playing. Mm. Look, I'm, I'm really, I'm so happy for PP. I'm so happy he's proved, he's proved us wrong. Um, and I hope that he gets opportunities to, to, to prove his worth in, in this Norwich City side. I really do. Ron, thank you for the question. I've got one from Matthew Mann. That's a solid name. Matthew That's just Mann. so solid. Ah. Oh. Disappointing buyer though. It says cricket, wrestling and music. Fucking hell. Cricket. You can't lead with cricket, Matthew. You boring sod. Right, anyway, he says, does anything get you going more than a scrappy 1-0 win against Stoke? Surely a game we go on to concede in last season. Love the grit and determination. The old guard bring, says a man in his 40s with a little laughing emoji. Matthew in, man, in, I love that from you. Intelligent man, likes his cricket, so no wonder. Um... It's perfect, isn't it? It's scrappy yeah. one nil win. I, and I think, you know, we've seen lots of different types of performances this season. The 4-4 against Southampton was swashbuckling. We scored loads defensively really bad, going always that sustainable. We saw a really professional 4-0 win away to Huddersfield. We've seen late comebacks against Hull. This was the performance I was waiting for. This was the professional grindy one. Mm. This was the, the performance... It, 
you know, the, the season Burnley got promoted last season, there were, there were plenty of these types of games yes. for them. Yeah, 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 true. These are the games that win you titles. These are the games that get you promoted. These are the games where your performance levels clock in at around 70%. You're in gear four, but you still deliver the three points. These are the games you look back on at the end of the season and go, that win against Stoke on that warm Saturday afternoon afternoon in, in Norwich was what won us that title. Mate, hairs are standing up on my arms. It's true, though. Mate, I don't disagree. Mm. I tweeted it as well after the it's game. Huge. I think if you can get through those games in, as you say, gear four, I'd argue Stoke was gear three, to be mm. honest with you. Um, yeah, it's a very, very good sign. And here's another uh, great contribution from Adam at NCSC. Adam, what does he say? Uh, he's 21, South End, Nodge. Oh. Oh, forgive you for supporting South End, but he has put Nodge in there as well. Uh, Going to be tasty on Wednesday night, ain't it? A mm. proper test of where we are. Bite both your hands off for a draw, but don't fancy our chances massively. I have Taste, to... Tasty, that's a good way of describing it. It is. There, there's, 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 yeah, there's character about this game. But the story it's is there. It's full-bodied. And the stage is set. Yeah, look, I, would I take a point? Actually, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't take a point. Because Hull have beaten them this season. Are you being serious? No, I wouldn't take a point. You're not taking a point? No, I think, I think, Norwich, is, I think Norwich are good enough to beat Leicester. I think we're at home. I think we're at home. I love that from you. But, you know, yes, they've just beaten Southampton 4-1, but Sunderland beat Southampton 5-0. The game before that got beat by Hull. 1-0. Do you know what? I'll have a bit of that from you. No, yeah, let's, let's, let's put some respect on Norwich City's name. No, 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 I do agree. But that is actually, yeah. Yeah, like, if we draw, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. <laughs> but... If we draw against Leicester on Wednesday night, I'll be proper giving it the bigger. No, no, I, look, I think... It's a massive result. I think these are the types of games that, that build momentum. Look, a win would be absolutely huge. A draw would be, would be nice to just keep the journey flowing, keep it moving in the right direction. Um... Look, I, th I think you're right. I think this, this is the biggest test of the season equally, Chris. I mean, we didn't really know what, what Southampton were about when we went there. We said, mm. you know, that was the biggest test and we came through that okay. Yes. And I'm now disappointed we didn't win that game because they've yeah. been pretty average at I, best, I they? think... Um, you're actually... You're dangerously confident, which yeah, worries no, me. From what I've seen this season, Norwich City have all the tools they need to, to, to do something special against Leicester. CJ Leffler friend of the channel, he says, statement, the past two games have revealed just how important Sargent is to our system. Spearheads every attack and relentlessly keeps the opposition on their toes. Great news that he'll be back sooner rather than later. And I hope Huang can fill that role in the short term. So Jack, of course, against Stoke, Huang made yeah. his debut what for Norwich City. Pff, it's all right. It was all right. A bit sluggish? Uh, I, I don't know about that. Like, I think he did what he could with what he was given. Mm. I don't think there was a lot of supply to, to him. I don't think there was a, a lot of supply also to PP and NL either. Um, but, but Huang... He, he's not played much football. This is my point. So I think, look, it, he did what he could. Um, but I'm agreeing with, with, with CJ Leffler's point here. What we get with Sargent is the opportun opportunity to stretch a back line. We don't get that with Adam. I think we should get that with Adam, but we don't yet. Um, we do get that with Sargent. So as you've said already, Jack, Sarge comes back. We are we're on a roll. We really are on a roll. And and to be honest with you, I once Sargent's in the mix, I don't see us losing. I I think no, the, I don't. I think the thing with Sargent is 
So because what scores so many bloody goals, Joe? When's he returning? January, February, they've said, haven't they? Yeah. So if if you get to that stage and you're still in the top six, you, you, you tick that as a massive yes. Yeah, agreed. I think you just need to stay in touching distance and that's what makes these, yeah. these results against Stoke so important. But what I would say about this one is I, is I observed a similar vibe to, to CJ actually against Stoke. We did look quite short up top. We did. So we've got Ida, um, we've got Barnes, we've got Juan. Just like our midfield is fantastic, but I don't I don't know whether it was like the, the lack of runs or mm. maybe it was just, just general fatigue or I don't know what it was, but the strikers weren't really engaged on, on, on Saturday. I think that will come. Yeah, no, I do too, by I the way. I'm not, I'm, not gi- I'm not giving up on what we've got, certainly. I just agree with that point from, from, from CJ. But we've got to back the boys to deliver, and it's still very, very, very early days on Huang. Yeah, look, I'm excited to see, see more of Huang. I think that I think the game where he really puts himself on, onto the Norfolk radar, Fulham in the cup, I think he starts in that game, and I yes. think he scores a couple. Yeah, you've mentioned that before, actually. I have. Go on. Um, let's take a look at um, Will. He, he reiterates the point about Shane Duffy, does Will. Well, so Shane Duffy had his best game in a Norwich City shirt. Absolute colossus. Think we lose that game without him. It, yeah. it, it, it's Duffy the type of player that we were missing? Do, do you agree with Will? Do you think we lose that game if Duffy wasn't in the back line? I don't necessarily... I, I wouldn't... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree... Partly, I think that Duffy was that important. Mm. Um, so yeah, I do, I do agree. But at the same time, I, f- I feel like as a team, we were more assured. Um, we did the simple things, you know. Don't fuck around with it. Plant into Rosette if required. Yeah, keep the ball high up the pitch. Mm. Don't do misplaced passes in midfield. We just, we did all of the simple stuff. Mm. And so yes, Shane Duffy was monumental against Stoke. He really, really was. Um, but so was Ben Gibson. Yeah. So was Kenny McLean, yeah, and, and and arguably we we defended from the front. You know, I know it's I know it's a cliche, but but we really did. You know, it, like you know, Johnny Rowe did his defensively his defensive work well when he, before he before he was substituted off, for example. So yeah, um, oh, I, I want to I want to provide some therapy to our viewers, and, and Connor Warns gets uh, is, has got in touch. Good old Connor, we love Connor. Um, he says. Um, he, Connor needs some some reassurance okay. from us. Does he? And, and, and our viewers as well. Is he all right? Yeah, no, I think he's fine, but he just needs a little bit of reassurance. Okay, go on. Have we overperformed in August? Ooh. Both the game against Rotherham and Stoke, I've seen glimpses of last season where we've given the opposition too much space and have looked scared to make a challenge. I'm very nervous about Wednesday night. Yeah. Please reassure me it's going to be okay. Uh, I un- no, I would validate what Connor's saying. I'm not going to reassure him. I'm going to validate. I agree with his point because... Don't get me wrong, defensively against Stoke, we did look good. But you have to remember that Stoke are a, a very much a new side. Mm. They signed a mental amount of, a mental amount of players in the mm. summer window. So they didn't really gel that well, which is why they didn't. Um, uh, their, their passing was, was shockingly bad. Leicester will be slick. They'll be well drilled. They'll be a team. Um, they can play narrow. They can play out wide. They've got, they've got options all over the pitch. And so... I understand why Connor is 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 nervous going to that Leicester game. I do, I do, I do get it. The other thing I would bring up as well is that, don't get me wrong, there weren't massive chances against Stoke, but Johnny Rowe created one for himself and unfortunately couldn't convert. It was you know straight yeah, yeah. straight into the goalkeeper's arms. 
Adam Eder had a couple yeah. actually. The one um, cut back for him, I thought he should yeah, have done there was, better. There was a lot of time there, but then at the same time, if you look at the replay, the way that the ball is bouncing, maybe I'm making excuses a little bit, but but it's those even those half chances against Leicester. If you get a half chance, you've got to hit the target. You've got to force a save. You can't just be sort of putting it into the goalkeeper's arms. Yeah. I know it's easier said than done, but that's going to be the difference on Wednesday night, Jack. Can we? Can we take our chances? Because we might only get two. Yeah, yeah. Because we might be pinned back by sure. Leicester. Dean Ashton, who does his warm-up, uh, the, the warm-up piece, obviously sponsored by by Gasway, our, our, our great sponsors. They he he mentioned that he thinks that we could and should hurt Leicester on the break. Mm. He actually thinks we're not going to have much possession on Wednesday night. And so, if you're not having that much possession, you're going to need to take more of your chances. Sure. And against against Stoke, yeah, we were a bit sloppy up top. But Connor, defensively, I agree. You know, we're going to need to be even sharper than we were against Stoke. Um, I've got a, this. Is a brilliant statement cool. that's been sent in by Jeff Mann. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Mann. Jeff loves Norwich and is the season ticket. Cracking name. That's all we need to say. Go on. Statements. Christian Fasnacht could do could do a job absolutely anywhere. Yeah. Goalkeeper crisis. Get the gloves on. <laughs> Delia's head chef's not turned up. Put the apron on. This man <laughs> is cooking up a storm. That's, I uh, love that. That's state. Do you know what? That's statement of the podcast. Yeah. That is. That's that is fantastic. And, and the thing I love about Christian Fasnacht, no drama. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Just pops up and scores. Yeah. 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 Or pops up and a little assist. And I think I think this is going to sound really weird and a bit football hipstery from me. Maybe. Wow. But I. You're going to start getting into XG. And I don't think I've truly appreciated just how good he is. Oh. I tell you the reasons why. Even when I spoke to Timmy Close, because. Obviously, we've signed him from the Swiss League. Um, I think he was playing his home games on almost like this. It's not AstroTurf, but it's not a real pitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also then I, the the FIFA the FIFA card stats were released yeah. last week, I think. And I don't play FIFA anymore. I wish I had the time to. But I saw that he was the highest rated Norwich player. And yeah. I, don't get me wrong, FIFA card stats don't really mean that much. He's 79 but, ultimate but it, team. It, it did make me think, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. That... Gets me going. Yeah, I just love how how under the radar Christian mm. Fastnacht is, and and I think the opposition players will as well. Mm. He's like the silent assassin. Yeah, the silent Swiss assassin, mm. Christian Fastnacht. Again, does the simple stuff well. I think it was David Wagner said the Stoke game was actually his best performance in a North City shirt, and I struggle to disagree. Yeah, um, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And, and I think the other reason we, we we're not like really raving about him. He's not he's not your typical winger. Right. You wouldn't say he's particularly quick. Really? I think he's quick. Oh, well it's not like an Onel or a Puem as well, Pohetta. I think he I think he's sharp. But he's and he's efficient. Yes. Very much he so. He is really efficient. Yeah, yeah. He just he just does the simple stuff so well time after time. So yeah, Christian Fastnacht, I'm an absolutely I'm a huge fan. Chris Kemp. And he's put his name on, on X as, uh, as all caps, yeah. Chris Kemp. He wants to make an impression. And he says, rave. We always love a rave. We do like a rave. Uh, when do we start building a statue of this beautiful man overlooking the Norwich Castle in our fine city? What a player he is, guys. We are lucky to have him. Hashtag. And we got him from Brazil. Of course, he's referencing Gabriel, Gabriel Sarah. Well, I think well, the we said it last season. Yeah. Build the statue. I think the amazing thing with Sarah, Chris, is, you know, on Saturday, like, it was a good performance, but it wasn't his best of the season. Yeah. And I was just going through the, the ratings from the game. 
Um, and I was looking and I was going through seven points, you know, 7.6, 7.5, like pretty good ratings. Stoke, no rating above 7.4. Gabriel Sara, 8.6 rating. This man's numbers, I'm just looking. I'm just, is, it, is that the Stoke game? Yes. Right, so here's what's interesting, right? Yeah. So was he, and is he above um, everyone? Is he? Man of the match. More than Stacey, yes. more than McLean, yes. more than Duffy? Yes. Bloody hell. That's now, exciting. Uh, now, look, you can always take these ratings with a slight pinch of salt, but well, they're based well, on... Well, not really. They're based on numbers. They're based on facts. Yeah, and they don't care about and feelings. Facts don't care about feelings, as we say on this podcast. I th- and, I, and I think this is this is where we're at with Sarah. Even An, an average Gabriel Sarah performance is still industry-leading in the championship. Yeah, couldn't agree more, mate. So when he does put in a really solid performance, I mean, that's... That's levels above. Look, he was he was championship player of the month by a long way. Yes. And I think he'll continue to, to win uh, individual accolades. And I, and I think we'll see him at the end of the season on City Hall um, with a trophy aloft. And the Barry Butler. Oh, I mean, that's probably... And by the way, we up. have actually... Um, we did actually tweet uh, last season Norwich Cathedral and uh, Norwich City Council. And one of those two did <laughs> reply saying that planning permission could be granted. Yeah. Or something like that. I might have made that, but no, no, fuck no. it, you've no. got to try, haven't you? Jamie Ellison says, question. Yeah. Is Ashley Barnes going to score enough goals this season? Go on, Jack. Well, I, do, I mean, how many goals... Who, who asked the question, sorry? Jamie Ellison. I mean, how many goals does Jamie want? How many goals does he yeah. deem acceptable? Okay. I think Ashley Barnes will probably score in between 10 and 15. Okay. I think that would be a good return. I think the thing we have to look at with Ashley Barnes, he's not the goal scorer. He, you know, he's someone that links play and I think he sets a tone. Mm. And I think we, we, we spoke about it earlier, Chris. You're not, I don't think in this system, I don't think you're going to get a striker that scores 30 goals. And I, and I don't think you need that in this system. What you need I wouldn't mind it though. are six players scoring a good few goals. And that's the, that's the way we're going about things. Well, that's things. the ideal, isn't it? That you don't have to rely all on yeah. that. And I think Barnes, I think... Look, he's already. I think he's taken his chances well this season. Yeah. I think he'll continue to take chances. I think he'll continue to stay fit. Yeah. I've been impressed with what I've seen from Barnes. Yeah. I think if he scores twelve goals, we can deem that an acceptable return. I think he's going to score between fifteen and twenty. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, and especially when Sargent's back, I think he's going to excel even more. I think he's probably doing more work than he should be doing at the moment. Um, particularly in terms of like the pressing and I know that like he's big on this mm. and you know Ashley can only do you know as much as he can right but he needs everyone around him to do the same thing mm. so yeah I, I think he's gonna have a really he's certainly gonna have a strong end to the season um just in terms of his leadership and the way he drags us up the pitch how vocal he is he's he's like the end of the spine and he's such an important player for us I think he's absolutely indispensable and so it sounds weird to say he's a striker where I'm I'm actually like I'm not expecting him to deliver loads and loads of goals I do think he will score between 15 and 20 though and I'm I'm so grateful he is the signing for me like out of all of them he is the signing for me that I'm the most pleased about like Jack Stacey super consistent etc and I, and I get how you know he'll take the plaudits fast narked obviously now will but Ashley Barnes for me still, you know, we spoke so many times last season, it bored me to tears about the weak, passive, pathetic mentality that was seeping through the football club, mm. inside and out. And I genuinely think the signing of Ashley Barnes was a flick of a switch. I think the moment he put his foot into Colney, that was it. Mm. That was it. 
it just galvanised people. Yeah, yeah. I think he grabs people up by the collar of the neck, mm. and I think he says, "Are you coming with me or not?" Because mm. if you're not, you can fuck off. Mm. And I think he's an absolute asset to this football club. He's more than goals. Wow. He's more than goals, Ashley Barnes. What about this from Half Half? Here's a fun one to mix half, it half. up: starter and main, or main and dessert. Uh, I think we might agree on this. I'm, yeah, I think so too. Go oh, on, I don't know actually. Go on, then. I'm a starter and main. Yeah, man. me too. Although you have revealed once before that you do like a good old spotted dick. Yeah, I like a spotted dick. Yeah, had one recently. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Good. And enjoyed it. No, I'm a starter main type man. Yeah, me too. Uh, What's your go-to starter? Mm, I knew you were going to ask this. If you're in a restaurant, like, what are you? What, like, what do think, you want? As a starter. Yeah. See, I, I think if you would. <coughs> I'm choking at the thought of it. Yeah, go on then. <coughs> so if you go into apologies a, to our audience into, into a standard pub and you and you you're picking from the traditional pub, fare. Hang on, pub. Yeah, like pub. a like a gastro pub. Oh, you're so Yarmouth. It hurts. You're in a good quality Norwich establishment. Okay. And you've got a starter. What starter? Right. I'll inspire you. Mine. <laughs> mine. I'm is, just thinking. Is, mine is mussels every day of the week. Mussels as a starter. Yeah, yeah, and the garlic, not, garlic and white wine sauce. I like. I'm not a massive fan of mussels. Yeah. Do you know why? You're from Yarmouth. <laughs> Here we go. Yours. Something just spam on toast. No, something just popped into my head, and I and I know that people aren't going to appreciate it. Pate. Oh. For f- <laughs> I'm a big. I'm a big fan of pate. <sighs> Like a nice pate on a, on a on a good cracker, or some some kind of nice crispy white loaf. I'm so why? Oh my god! Why? I, I just popped into my head when, when half half said starter. Not even a good quality brown. No, you're pate. so basic. Pate with a nice chutney. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm sorry to let you down. Um, what about this one um, from uh, Moose S13? I think it pronounced that right. Zolis scored his fifth yes, goal in five games yesterday. Do you think he'll ever play for Norwich again? Because a lot of people are saying, well, we've got PP. Yeah. We've got Tony Springer. But why is Zolis not yeah. here? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think if I, if I were the manager, he would play for Norwich again. Right. They, I, th- I think there's just something about Zolis that, that they don't like. I think, and I think they've seen enough of him now. I'm not sure we'll ever know the answer. I, I think I, it's one of those. You know, ones. some people just don't click, right? Yeah, maybe, that's maybe fair. it's something in training. Maybe it's a character thing. And I hate saying that, but it's that is kind it of true to, in some instances. I think after a, you know after a season and the same manager, and you can go well, something might change. Actually, we've seen a couple of different managers mm. in a couple of different situations. Even last season when he. Towards the back end, he scored, didn't he? I think against Birmingham or Birmingham or someone like that. And you go, okay, this is where he kicks on, and and it never happened. Yeah. So, look, I I think whether he could have scored five and five in the Premier League, and I don't think we'll see him again. I hope I hope he comes back to Norwich and he smashes it. But I think the reality is that loan move is all about getting him performing, yeah, getting his numbers up, and getting him sold for as much money. And as possible. I think that's the key thing, you know. But it's sad. Like I, I genuinely thought. I looked at that signing on on, on paper. And I thought, yeah, I, I can see, I can get that. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Fark was talking out of his absolute backside when he said he was one of Europe's up and coming best up and coming talents. Got us excited one. though. Whatever. Ridiculous. Again, another bit of Farker waffle. Um, I completely disagree with that. But at the same time, I, I do think that there was green shoots there. I still, I say was there is. I, there is. And and, I, and by the way, I like him. 
I don't think he hasn't tried. Like, I'll still... I'll still hold against Varka the shocking man management of him after that Bournemouth game where he wanted to take the penalty. Liverpool. Liverpool game. Oh, it? sorry. Was it Liverpool in the Cup? Sorry. Because he oh, scored yeah. against Bournemouth. That was right. A couple of goals. That was why I had Bournemouth yeah. in my head. That was shocking um, and really poorly, really poorly done. And I think that that almost instantly really knocked his confidence. Mm. I don't think he, he was ever given the opportunity to have it back again. And then, of course, he was put in loads of random systems yeah. that were just... I mean, they were never going to work in the Premier League. I think League, I either. told you about the time I knocked Christos Jolis's confidence as well. Did you? Yeah, was I was. I was in a, a, a well-known Turkish establishment in in the city centre. Hagel. Yeah, if they want to sponsor us, hello. Um, I love Hagel, by the way. And we had a lovely meal, and I was walking out, and a lovely gentleman held the door open for me. Yeah, and I said thank you so much. And then I. Because I was kind of in a bit of a rush. You've never told out, me this. Because outside, I could see Josh Sargent. Yeah. And Sargent was standing there. Yeah. And one of our family friends is American. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of go, look, you're both American. You're in Norwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, they hit it off. I turned round, and the person I thought was the doorman was Christos Zolis. <laughs> <laughs> and he just had kind of blended into the crowd. That's a cracking story. And, and I was so embarrassed. Yeah. That I never went back and said sorry for well, not saying thank you, Christos, for your goal against Birmingham. That's shows he's clearly a nice geezer. All about opinions at Opinion Fest One on uh, on Twitter. Really does love an opinion. His uh, bio is connecting with anyone and everyone. Pessimistic Norwich fan. Brilliant. Why not? Brilliant. Statement. In the Stoke game, Ben Gibson was one of the best players on the pitch. He fought big shithouse Wesley all game <laughs> and won the battle. Massive credit where credit is due. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and, and you know what I think is nice? And God, they dived at the weekend, Jack. God, they dived, those Stoke players. Did they? Oh, yeah. And you don't like that? Oh, I did my head in. And the Stoke fans were calling for everything. Mm. Oh, oh, everything. Yeah. And it was nowhere near. Mm. Like, they were calling for, like, throw it. Actually, it they, oh, God. They, they were... They were, Breathe. We won. It's fine. Yeah. But they were dreadful. Okay. They were absolutely dreadful. The nice thing, I think, with McLean, I'm going to add McLean into here and Gibson, it's okay to change your opinions about players. And, yeah. and Ben Gibson deserves the, 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 the praise he's getting now. And if you didn't like Ben Gibson before or Kenny McLean, it's okay to go, actually, what I'm seeing now, I'm, I'm impressed by. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. Yeah, as long as you're respectful about it yeah. and hold your hands up and say, I That's was wrong. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. And I've been impressed with Yeah, because we live in this era of social media where, like, you have to dig in and you can't change your mind and people have got agendas against people. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, fair enough. Ben Gibson's proving a lot of Norwich fans wrong. And I'm really pleased he is. Thankfully, I never have to change my opinion. Because like this season, I predict Norwich City to go on and do great things. And we are doing exactly that. I'm going to finish. I've just um, realised I've been getting a suntan for half this podcast. I know, podcast. the light's really changed, hasn't it? Final question from Art Mixer. Art Mixer, yeah. Art Mixer's got massive biceps. He definitely has pate for starters. I don't know what you were going to say. Um, Art Mixer's got a statement. He's go not on. asking us for our opinion because he knows he's right. The cake on him. Statement. Yep. The game against Stoke wasn't pretty, but teams who win those types of games win titles. Excited? God, that gets me. Just looking at those and thinking when we next sit in these seats, Chris. Oh, don't even start me. Would a draw be good enough to get that on your head? What I would say is, but can I actually just say something about the hats? Mm. Um, 
we've said after Leicester game, the hats are on. Problem is, before the next podcast, we've got Plymouth away. Have we? Yeah. So. Oh, we do, don't bit, we? Bit of an issue there. Ah. We might have to extend it annoyingly. Because <laughs> I could, do you know what yeah, I could do. see? Yeah. Do you know what I could see putting yeah. out there? Beat Leicester mm. and then lose, lose at Plymouth. Mm. That would just be very Norwich, wouldn't it? Or we beat them both. Oh, mate. Honestly. If if we win them both, the hats are on. Yeah. The you the know, Lakens are open. The Lakens is flowing, hundred percent. Okay. Again, final point to conclude, if you don't mind, Jack. Absolutely. To the, to the Yellow Army. Yeah. If you're going on Wednesday night, make some noise. Bring your scarves. Wear your colours. Back the boys. Get on the backs of the opposition mm. players. Make it a horrible place for the Leicester City players to come. Yeah. Let's make it an absolutely electric atmosphere. Yeah. An electric atmosphere of, of old Carrow, times gone by. We know this team can beat Leicester. No, oh, absolutely. And there's talk of like us being a bit afraid, yada, yada, yada. And it's, it's almost like excited nerves. Mm. Because I think people are afraid to admit and to own the fact that this Norwich City team are actually on a promotion charge. <laughs> I think a lot of Norwich fans are afraid to admit that this Norwich City team are on a promotion charge. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Turn up to yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Believe in those boys to do the job. Look at what we've got all over the pitch. Mm. We can beat Leicester. Wow. Come on. I'm excited. Thanks, mate. This time next week. I'm just... They're calling our names. Thanks very much for watching. A reminder, if you want your very own... Oh, yeah. Johnny Rowe... Let's have a go t-shirt. Um, you can get one. The link's in the description. Uh, Chris's wage packet's quite extortionate now. So uh, all profits are reinvested back into the channel uh, to keep providing content to you guys for free. 